Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass, and making all the all sparkly, spanky clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. music, wine. The glory holds like a, a like dick theater. I've imagined your pants. Means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. doing very well yeah good yeah yeah yourself uh yeah i'm doing all right I so welcome back to another episode here of by the by yeah yeah um this is a surprise episode because angela didn't know we were recording it i didn't i'm very unprepared for this one completely unprepared um yeah so we just got home from a night out with friends mm-hmm. it's the lockdown has kind of started to lift here in australia mm-hmm and we are allowed to uh, spend some some time with people. Yes, people outside of our household. Yes, <laughs> and uh, up to 10 currently. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so uh, we just had a night out with friends. And I got back, we got back home, mm-hmm. and it was one of those things that instantly my headspace changes. And I think it is related to the whole COVID-19 thing and the related to the whole lockdown, I should say. And it was something I just sort of wanted to bat around for okay, a little bit yeah. and, and kind of see, is this normal or maybe I'm the only one that feels this way. And, but maybe people out there in podcast land feel this way too. And they need to hear this. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you aren't the only one who feels this way, because if there's anything we've proven through this podcast, it's that you aren't the only one with these feelings. Which is interesting, because that doesn't preclude us from feeling that we're the only ones with these feelings. It doesn't. No, it doesn't stop it. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I've I got a lot of things popping around in my head, and I think um, part of it is a bit of that. It's weird. I think the first thing that pops into my head is imposter syndrome kind of thing. Um, what with hosting a sexy podcast and not being able to have sexy times. Okay. Why, why do you feel that way? Um, uh, well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so do you think that because we're not having sex with other people that, I, I don't know, how does that, how does that, to me, that and the podcast are sort of separate. Yeah, I don't know. I think also, like, I mean, admittedly, too, I think it goes back to the whole, like, you and my, our sex life has been affected Mm -hmm. by, if you hear any background noises, it's our dog chewing on something. (laughs) Yes, he has a... a pig's ear or beef ear or whatever. Some kind of animal ear. He's gnawing on it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, it is one of those things that due to work and the stresses of work and the stresses of normal life um, and the fact that we just got a puppy and we have a, a, a bird uh, that like our, our life, our sex life isn't as vibrant as it once was. And I think that does feel like for me, there's a lot of, um, 
there is a lot of imposter syndrome and I feel like there's a lot of like, I feel like I'm letting you down and I feel like I'm letting me down. And you know, the, the whole, we only have so much time, yada, yada, yada. And then with the whole pandemic and like, we have to rely on one another. And I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things that it's frustrating. So I find it interesting because I totally get what you're saying, but I feel that I'm letting you down because realistically, while we're both working a lot, I'm the one who's probably the most exhausted and saying no more frequently than you are. I feel a bit like we should be able to maintain the sex life that we had before. That's not realistic. Um, But also, there are a lot of people who we've talked to who are at home with their partners and they have time on their hands. And I feel like I kind of wish I were one of those people because then we could have a lot of sex and we could make that connection. But realistically, for one, we can't. But also, even if you have the time on your hands, are you in the headspace for it? So just because you're both home doesn't mean you are in the right place for it either. And And I think that's the thing because I find that, you know, for us, we're even like... Our bedtime schedule has even changed yeah. to where we were always that couple that went to bed together, always. Like, uh, But I'd say in 2020, I'm in bed usually at least 30 minutes before you, if not an hour, hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. And at that point, I'm dead to the world. There's mm-hmm. no way. And sometimes I take the dog and sometimes I don't. So it's like if I don't take the dog, you're making more noise. But at the same time, like, I'm already asleep. Like yeah. it's It's done. Yeah, I would say that it has definitely affected our sex life with each other in a negative way. And and now that we're trying to get back to some sort of normalcy, whatever, I mean, it's and it's not normal yet, and it won't be for a little while, but we're still, I'm trying to be more cognizant to we have to make time for this because it is important. And it does very much affect my headspace. I know it affects your headspace. Like, it just, it affects a lot of things. And yeah. Yeah, and, I think we have we have to make the time for it, which is easy easier said than done. And you know, I, I want to make sure that this isn't like a blaming thing because the there is no one like there's no one to blame. No, um, it, it's circumstantial. It, it is circumstantial, and, yeah. but it still it doesn't make it any less frustrating mm-hmm. because I see it affect you, and I see it affect me, and uh, and I see how it affects our relationship, and I, it's just mm-hmm. like ugh, fuck you, pandemic. <laughs> Um, but uh, we had a chat with friends this morning who are in the States and uh, one of them is taking this tantric love course. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that sounds so amazing. I'd love to be able to do that and, and have that time to to sort of explore that. And it's just that's so unrealistic right now. Yeah. And there are some things that I thought at the beginning of all of this, before I realized how much work would take over, that, oh, good, we're going to have time to do this, so we're going to be able to do this. And, you know, because thinking that we were going to have more time at home than we did before. And somehow we've had less time than we did before. I'm not sure how that worked out. (laughs) I I think we're both a bit of that glasses half full thing. And you look at this like a pandemic lockdown. We can't go to bars. We can't go to swingers clubs. We can't do whatever. Oh, cool. We'll be able to self-focus. Let's Mm. let's turn the the lasers and, and microscopes inward and start to focus on one another. And unfortunately, in our line of work, not that has not been possible for either of us. Yeah. We've instead sort of put that focus back outward more than I think we ever have before. Um, but And that becomes really, really frustrating. I also imagine, though, that 
people who are working from home, who have kids, who, the, I mean, I'm assuming I haven't admittedly kept up with the whole schooling thing in the U.S., but here in Australia, they've been homeschooling kids. Like, kids right. have not really been allowed at school unless they're essential workers, whatever. It's, some kids have gone to school continually, but the majority have not. And so if you're a parent who's now home with kids and you have you know, you're watching your kids, you're trying to homeschool your kids, and you're trying to do your job and keep the house running and all the normal stuff, quote-unquote normal stuff, mm. then, like, I imagine they have the same pressures as well because that that time and that energy, that uh, what it takes to focus on you yourself, on you and your partner as a couple and on that relationship, it just seems like that's the e- easiest thing and the first thing to push to the side Yeah, when, when those stressors come on. And, and, you know, admittedly for me, I find that the, the, the more distant that we get from one another, the more I sort of self isolate. Yeah. Like I I don't, I find that I, and it, I, it fucks, it frustrates me because like, I know that normally we would, as I'd pass you, I might, you know, reach out and grab you. Um, and I find that I don't do that because, well, I'm already isolating. Let's sort of become that that island of a man kind of thing. Self-protecting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's frustrating. And then when you try to touch me, it, it makes me, uh, admittedly, it, it can make me uncomfortable because I'm like, I'm uh, no, I'm, I'm, I can't do that. And it's, hmm. um, that's interesting. Yeah. And it's, I find it, it really frustrates me. And it, it is one of those things that it gets into my headspace and I don't know really how to break out uh-huh. of it. So now that we're starting to be around people a little bit, it makes it, it worse. How so? So like tonight, you know, we're out with, um, we, we had a, a birthday party um, and we, there was eight of us in the room and it's, it's great. And I find that like, I'm, we're hugging other people and that's like, oh, that's good. It's good to hug other people. Um, but then at the same time, part of me is like, oh, why am I hugging these people when I haven't hugged Angela, you know, in a couple of days? Like, I mean, we sleep together, we touch like, and like, but it's like, there's just not that. Cuddle time. Cuddle intimacy yeah. thing. And I feel like it's um, it's it sends me into a, a worse headspace when I'm doing things with other people that I really want to be doing with you. And although I should feel comfortable asking for it, I don't want to because I know you have things that you're doing and like I don't want to like I don't want to take your time kind of thing. I know it's ridiculous. I know it's ridiculous. Yeah, but I get it. And I will say that like tonight, even when we were in that room with other people and at one point we were kind of, you know, sitting like you and I were sitting on the floor leaning against the wall and we self sequestered. Yes, but also you kind of made space for me next to you. And so I went and sat next to you and put my hand on your leg and we're kind of touching and and cuddling a little bit, not really, but a little bit. And it was one of those, wow, this is for me, it was a, this is really nice. And it's, good to have this but I don't think I've allowed myself or felt like I could relax enough until now to be able to do that yeah and so even if I was sitting next to you before it was always just just work 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 whatever has to get done like I just need to do this just get this done da, da, da. and I don't think I've allowed myself to have relaxed at all in, a, in order to work. yeah to enjoy like spending time with you and being next to you and so there is a difference between being close to you and actually like being close to you and being with you yeah. and maybe that's it maybe it's just that i haven't felt like i've been with you per se 
It, and I would agree with that. I feel like together we're always close, but we're rarely con- recently we've rarely been connected. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that that's something that really affects my headspace. In that, yeah. Like, I guess I feel guilty because it's. I know it's neither one of our fault, mm. but at the same time, I also feel like there's stuff that I could do to sort of to sort of fix it. Mm. Um, but I don't do it for some reason or another. Yeah. yeah, and I think we're both guilty of that. But at the same time, it's it's also a bit circumstantial, and the, I think the fact that we both recognize it is a good thing, and the fact that we can at this point try to start doing something about it and try to reconnect to get back to some sort of whatever it was before, where we could be around each other and cuddle and touch and have that that just that connection between us and and I'm hoping that we can start to yeah. kind of get that back a little bit more and, and it also, because I think we both really need it. Yeah, absolutely. I, Cause I know it yeah. affects my headspace like immensely. Um, it, it does on a daily basis affect how I, how I view the world and whatnot is how, what my connection is with you. Yeah. And it's those, um, but it all, it also sort of brings me to a warning of like, once we do get to a point where we can go out and play with other people, I think it's something that we all need to be aware of is that, you know, our, our primary concern is our partners, not other people. And we may take for granted the fact that we're playing with other people, but maybe we haven't played with our partner as much as we should. Yeah. Our partners. Mm-hmm. No, it makes sense. And, and now, well, it's also good you say partners as well, because, you know, our other partners, because of the whole lockdown thing, we haven't seen them as much Nearly as normal as either. Much, no. And and it is, yeah, it's it is a very much a part of us. I feel like that we're missing is not just the connection with one another, but the connection with other partners as well. And and I do very much look forward to getting back to that. But like you said, like it's when we can go on dates with other people, we can go to the club again, whatever. We have to make sure not to take our primary relationship for granted and make sure that we're fulfilling fulfilling our personal needs and our needs as a couple before anything else. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's like, how do we do that? I mean, what do we do? What I know, I know I'm putting you on the spot Um, (laughs) and and I will, I will give you a, um, a 10, 15 second break as I go get more alcohol uh, because the wine bottles way over there. Um, But like, think about it for a second and think like, what do we do? What can we, what can we do? How, how do we fix this? And, if people listening at home are feeling the same way or, or similarly, how, how can they fix and we can, we'll, we'll talk this out together. Mm-hmm. Angela. Yes. Do you like sex toys? I love sex toys. Do you? Yeah. Do you wish you could have more sex toys? Always. Do you wish you could have a sex toy at 50% off? Uh, that's even better. Yes. With that sex toy, uh-huh. do you wish that you could have six videos on demand that you could watch and use these sex toys with absolutely with those that oh my god it gets better and the videos on demand uh-huh. do you wish that whoever you purchase these sex toys from would just throw six items in there maybe something for you maybe something for me maybe something for both of us that would be amazing i Can know that happen? is that a it thing does happen yeah and you know and how where it does happens? it no how does it happen where does it happen if you Google uh-huh. or uh, type in yeah. in your Google box, adamandeve.com, okay. you'll go to adamandeve.com, uh-huh. find an item that you like, put in the coupon code by the by, mm-hmm. B-Y-T-H-E-B-I, mm-hmm. you get all that, and 
the one thing that make, turns you on more than anything else. Free shipping. Free shipping. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So if you go to adamandeve.com and you use the coupon code by the by, that's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I, you'll get everything we've already talked about. Yeah. And that should make you happy. Yay. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Easy orgasms for you. Easy orgasms uh-huh. for your partner. You know. And all kinds of fun for everybody. Yeah. Cool. Let's yeah. do it. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. To the internet. Excellent. So my wine glass is now full, and you've had a uh-huh. full, like, almost 40 seconds I know. worth of thinking. Yeah. Um, so, what advice do we have? What can we do? So what are we I, gonna do? I would say, first of all, is that we should take advantage of those little moments. It's those little touches as I'm passing you in the kitchen, passing you in the hallway, even just, you know, cuddling a bit on the couch, just sitting close to one another. And uh, it's funny because... I even think about like in bed, we haven't cuddled as much. No, but because usually I'm dead asleep. <laughs> well, you're dead asleep, but also at the moment I can only face one way, which is away from you. Yeah, because my, my one of my ear holes, the helix piercing, has been infected, yeah. and so I haven't wanted to lay on that ear, and yeah. so it's just and it's something silly and stupid like that, but it means I can't lay on that side and put my arm around you, and. It does bother me, and I know it's it's a dumb, silly little thing, but it bothers me that I can't put my arm around you laying that way. And so, but I think we do have to take advantage of those little moments and those little touches, and just really appreciate them and really focus on those. And and then maybe we set time aside, and we like this is a date night. Phones go off, computers go away, everything yeah. goes out. Doesn't matter what happens in the rest of the world, even if it's just an hour or two. It doesn't have to even be a whole evening. It doesn't have to be a long time. But I think we need to set time aside. It could be the morning. It can be midday. It can be any time of day, whatever day of the week. But I think we need... Well, provided we're not working. Yeah, not, not work <laughs> hours. But, but I think we do need to actually set time aside and say, okay, like this is our time. And, and the phones go away. The, the computer goes away. Everything goes away. Yeah, and we just have to at least try to make that time. We have to make the time for each other. Yeah, I do. I agree. It, it's, it is interesting, though, because talking about the touches when we pass, it's it's very funny. I am uh, I'm the worst. I'm the worst. Um, but at that sort of like, well, you're walking there, so I'm going to give you as much space as possible, <laughs> which. I, Honey, you don't have to social distance. In the I know. House. <laughs> but I know. And it's funny. But it's not even social distancing. It's just like like um, I think it's a bit of that sort of reverence thing. Like I want to give you as much space because this is the gift that I can give you at that moment, which I know is fucking ridiculous. But, um, it, but it's one of those things that as I'm walking around, I just want to be out of your way. Yeah. Um, which I know is sort of counterintuitive to <laughs> to what we're talking about. But sometimes I want you in my way. It's so hard for me to like because I get frustrated if if I feel like I'm in your way or I'm blocking you from something or I'm preventing you from doing something often because I feel frustrated if you are blocking me from something or preventing right. me from doing something, doing something. Um, so yeah, it's, it's tough. It's, it's hard for me to relax mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And I do like the idea of let's set up a time where, where everything else is off and let's focus on one another. But even with that, it's, I think it's hard because our, our brains are so set to work mode and everyone else comes first. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And maybe it's a, and I mean, I'm completely spitballing and thinking aloud yeah, here, sure. um, but maybe it's a 
when we do set time aside, whether it's even just an hour or whatever, maybe we don't stay at home. Maybe we go for a walk. We get out of the house and we're otherwise engaged. So that way we're not tempted by the TV, the phone, whatever's around. We're not, it's not like, oh yeah, now we don't know what to do because we're in this familiar space where we've literally been working for months. And so now we're conditioned to think of this as a workspace per se. And maybe we need a change of venue in that now we're outside of the house and we just talk about stuff, whatever yeah. it is. And whether, or not talk at all. Maybe we just be around each other. Maybe we don't have to talk. Yeah. Or maybe it's whatever's passing by or those people over there or the sunset or whatever it is. Like maybe we just get out of the house, go for a walk in the park, just go for a walk down the street and just be in each other's presence. And if we feel like talking, we talk. And if we don't, we don't. Maybe it's something like that. Maybe just being out of the house will force that um, severing of the connection with with the, all the pressures that have been yeah. on us. Well, it's interesting because I still feel connected to you, and I think that's a good thing. Um, it's just that, like, we just, I don't know, you know you know me and how I think. And suddenly it's like, oh, my God, I've, I've hit that age where I'm no longer interested in sex. I've mm. like, I've become an adult. And so of course I'm Googling like how to, how to increase one's libido. And like, well, I'm not going to exercise and I'm not going to drink less. Mm-hmm. And I'm never going to get more sleep. You know, it's like, <laughs> you're looking at something like, nope, nope, can't do it. Won't do it. Um, you know, so it is kind of that thing where it's like, ugh. I think for me, the last thing I want to do is accept something. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't want to accept the, because you don't yes. want it to keep going down a slippery slope. Yeah, is what because it is. once yeah. you accept something, yeah. it's easy to accept something else. Yeah. Uh, and then the next thing you know, you're like, oh, good, I'm a misogynist. And I would say that, like you said, I mean, I do still feel connected with you, but I don't feel like I don't feel like I've been giving you the time and attention and giving our relationship the time and attention that it deserves. Which and is I, exactly how I feel. And I keep telling myself. Not from you. Yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I, yes, Angela, you are not giving this. <laughs> I suck. Come on, Angela, work harder. I suck. Uh, no, but I, I also tell myself it's temporary. It's temporary. It's temporary. But it's been temporary for months. Yeah. And And how long is temporary? And and is it okay if temporary is three months? Is it okay if temporary is six months? Is it not okay? You know, where at what where point do you, does temporary become permanent? Yeah, where do you draw that line? And I don't have an answer to that. I don't think any of us do. And I think that's part of my problem is that it's you know we're currently living in a world that's next to normal, and it's like at what point does at what point does it become normal? And what can we do you know as a couple? Yeah. Uh, both with our relationship and our other par- external partners to make it not normal. Um, you know, because I think about the, like the gentleman, mm. we have seen him in the past few months. We can count on probably two, maybe three fingers. I would have said one hand easy. Yeah. yeah one hand easy. Yeah. How many times we've seen him since yeah. the beginning of this year. And you look at Leo and mm. the number of times we've seen him and admittedly, we've probably seen him more, but it's been in a very pants on let's yes. talk about work kind of stuff yeah. kind of way. And also I will say like with the gentleman it's different as well because not only are we seeing him less because of I mean the whole isolation thing, we just you have to. Yeah. But we still try to message and we've done the whole house party app thing and like, you know, tried to talk to him here and there. But even at that it's not as frequent as I would like as I feel like but he's also snowed in with work. So yeah. I feel like we're all kind of yeah. I feel like for all of us and and while it is a fortunate thing that we do have 
a lot of work to do and that we are still employed because there's so many people that aren't. But at the same time, we're all kind of feeling that pressure and it does push you, it pushes you for a while. And, and it is, there is that question of how long can this go on for before we finally have to, something has to get. Something has to, to yeah, 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 something breaks. And I, I think, look, I'm, I'm not going to, and how I'm do not going to down any other, uh, any other swinging podcast, any other swingers, any other people, whatever groups, but, I think we all need to sort of recognize that elephant in the room, which is Zoom sexy times fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. It's not a good, it's not a, it's not a good surrogate. Yeah, it's um, not. And I think so many of us are trying to pretend that it's okay. Oh, Zoom is great. Zoom works. Zoom does it. FaceTime is great. Skype, Skype dates are, mm. are okay. They're not. They're not a good surrogate. They're not a good substitute. They are, are barely enough to pass by. It's, to me, it's a, th- Thread to a lifeline, yeah. and that it's enough that you still feel like you're drowning. You can have yeah. as you can have a number of zooms, and I'm going to say this is totally okay. Mm. Um, I feel like it's enough to keep things going and to keep it alive for a little while, but to me, it's not a long term thing. Yeah. And I and I think we're all kind of hoping this isn't a long term thing, right. which is fine because if it's if it's temporary and if you keep that hat on and think that okay, this is it's not going to be like this forever. Which fuck, I hope it's not like this forever. <laughs> yeah. um, but then it's okay. And, and it's interesting because I think for us, being in Australia, we're, because things are opening up and we are in a better position, I feel, to have things open up than some places in that I, I feel like it's it's pretty okay that like we start seeing people and that we can see the gentlemen when schedules yeah, allow, yeah. which granted, you know, work life-wise, whatever, we'll see when that is. But I feel like it's it's good because, you know, we've had this bit of a lifeline for a little while and now we can see the light at the end of the tunnel like it's there's a there is an end of the tunnel up yeah, there somewhere it's way far away it's way far away but it's there i don't know i just I, I think it's really important for us to call out and say for those folks out there who are saying that you know zoom isn't enough skype facetime isn't enough that you're very valid there's there's nothing wrong with what you think and personally i agree with you it's it's not enough no. um unfortunately not i think it's what we need to do for the for the foreseeable future but there's nothing wrong with feeling like you're missing something. And I think that's a good point to make. And, and I think it's something that we've either said before or at least alluded to is that while we we have these feelings and, and we think that things should be normal, we think that things should be okay, and we think that we should be okay with where we are in things, it's not. This is a really different time, and everybody is thrown into different circumstances than what they're used to for longer periods of time than what we're used to, and we're going to have different feelings. And there is no right, there is no wrong, there is no, I should be doing this, I should be feeling this. It just is what it is, and we have to accept that, and then we have to find a way that, if you're okay with it, that's great, but if you're not, then that's okay, but find a way out of it when you're able to, whatever the time is and whatever the timeline looks like. But there is no normal at this point. There is no, I should feel this way or I should be this way because that's what it was before. And we may get back to that. Yeah. I hope we do. But yeah. we're, it's just, it's just weird. And I don't think anybody knows what to expect. And that's part of the problem is we don't know what to expect. And we like to know what to expect. I like to know what to expect. <laughs> I think we all like to know what to expect. Yeah. Nobody likes surprises. Yeah, I guess... I, for me, I, I struggle a lot with the headspace that wraps around that, and and I, I find I swing really in really high highs and really low lows. Mm. Um, 
and it's funny, it doesn't take a lot to send me to a really high high. And I think like recently, and people will laugh, and that's totally okay. You should totally laugh at this. Um, it's been about a month ago, and I went to the grocery store and found that they had yeast. And I was like, oh my God, I found yeast. I was so excited to get yeast. Um, it was hard to find for a while. It was fun, but yeah. you know, it's like I think the world's kind of a depressing place when you're not a baker and <laughs> you get so excited for finding yeast. Hey, it's the little things in life. It's the little things. I, I suppose. I suppose. And then, admittedly, so like I look at the amount of alcohol we've consumed in the last three months. Um, and number one, I'm like, wow, we need to spend a lot of money to fill that back up. And number two, I'm like, should I be concerned about this? Actually, I would say it's not the amount of alcohol that we've consumed because we would have consumed that anyway. Well, I was going to say, as he says, as he's taking another drink. <laughs> no, I, I, we would consume that anyway. It's just that we would normally consume that at a bar, out somewhere, uh, at restaurants. I think we, it's with friends. We, that's the thing yeah. that's missing is we're drinking a lot of alcohol by ourselves. Yeah. And when you drink with friends, it's better. Yeah. So, but is just, it better, actually? <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. don't think that the amount of alcohol we've... we've drunk has changed. I think it's just the way in which we're drinking and that we're obviously drinking more at home because we're at right. home. We're not out and about somewhere and we're not buying drinks at a bar. So ultimately it's probably been a lot cheaper for us because <laughs> we are drinking at home rather than out at a bar. But yeah, when you look at like the the wine cabinet here, it is definitely a lot emptier than it once was. But it's also it just kind of goes show like well, look at how much we probably do drink when we go to restaurants and bars and you know, I mean, that's, that's a part of the economy that's definitely hurting right now. You know, we, we keep you afloat. You, <laughs> we do our best. Um, you know, and you, you, you said something that sort of triggered something else in my head, which is talking about traveling and going out. Uh, and like, I, I think that a lot of my headspace and my negative headspace falls around the fact that, you know, we've had multiple vacations that have been canceled and these are vacations that are months away. Yeah. Um, we had a, a very nice vacation that was planned with Swinger Friends in July, canceled. Mm -hmm. We had a desire in, in Mexico with the gentleman, yeah. canceled. Um, we had a cruise in December that's most likely going to be canceled. Yeah. And, and it's like all of this stuff that you typically look forward to and you typically long for and hope for and you put on the calendar and every day is an X closer to that being canceled, I think is heartbreaking. It's interesting you bring that up because 
it is good to have something to look forward we to. We have it. nothing to look for. I, I, that's uh, my problem. Well, okay. I'm like, we have nothing to look forward to. We don't to. have a vacation to look forward to, which we typically do have some kind of holiday or vacation to look forward to. And we know that there's some time away from normal life. We know there's going to be a time that we can get away, we can relax, and we can have some fun and be in a different environment, be around people that we love. But at the same time, I mean, you're not alone in that because we have a play friend from many moons ago who was very much the same. And if she didn't have a holiday planned and scheduled and it wasn't on the calendar, she was in a bad, he- not a yeah. bad headspace, but she wasn't in a great headspace. And But once something was on the calendar, she's like, yeah, right, got it, good. And it was just, you know, and it's just, I think it is just having that, knowing that there's going to be a break, there's going to be something fun, there's going to be a way away from the normal life that, that really kind of helps. But right now we're, not in normal life for one thing, or maybe we're in a much more normal life than before. I don't know which way it goes, but there isn't, there isn't that break to look forward to. There isn't that, Hey, there's something different coming because we don't know when something different can come. Yeah. It's, and I think part of that's killing me. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really tough to have those things. And I'm not trying to be that guy that's like, Oh, you know, privileged, blah, 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 bullshit. Um, but I think all of us need something to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and honestly, that can even just be a visit from friends and, and just, you know, but, and we're starting to get that now, but until very recently, we haven't really had that. We've not been able to have that. So it's like, I don't know when we're going to be able to just hang out with our friends again and, and just have yeah. that time. And it's really funny. Cause like when the, one of the things I'm looking most forward to is ordering a martini at a bar <laughs> and having a professional make me a martini. I'm sick of making my own shitty ass martinis. Um, yeah, if this goes on much longer, we are definitely going to hire a yeah. bartender. For if a that's night. not privilege, there's, <laughs> I think, I, and I'm recognizing this as being some privilege speak, um, but still, it's like first world problems are still problems. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, um, but I think I, it all ultimately it all comes back to making that connection with with each other. So us as a couple, with our close play partners like the gentlemen, and then with with even further removed play partners. And it's just it just goes back to having some sort of human contact in a way that we feel like we're valued. So I'm also going to add to that, like I'm going to add to that by taking it into a bit of a tangent. Okay. But like I think part of what's affecting my headspace as well is that fact that when you walk down the street, you every human that you see, you try to distance yourself as far as possible. And and when in accepting that, what two-thirds of the people aren't thinking the way you're thinking. So then you're thinking like you're the only one who is actually trying to distance from other people. And so you you moved from the right side of the sidewalk to the far left side of the sidewalk, or you might take a, a path going home that you know that you're not going to run into anybody. Mm. And like just yeah. those little things where you're trying to stay so far away from anyone um, is problematic. I will say also it's a lot more uh, mentally energetic to do that because I love that you look for the bright sides and I'm (laughs) like no 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 I'm not saying bright side at all I'm saying it takes a lot more mental energy to do that okay okay yeah because like I know when I come home from work it is a matter of okay what time of day is it is the main road going to be super busy is it not if it's going to be super busy if it's a busy time of day then I'll go back roads which admittedly takes a couple more minutes to 
to get home, but not super bad, so it's okay. But then it is always watching someone and checking their movements and do I need to go left? Do I need to go right? Do I need to go out into the street to avoid being near them? And are there, you know, cars coming that I can go out into the street? And it is that constant just thinking about where other people are, where you are, how are we going to be safest and what are their actions and how do they affect me? Yeah. And, and it's that every time you see people and then what path do we take? Like you said, like if, if I need to take back roads and is this back road better than that back road and whatever. And it's just, it is constantly thinking on some level about how we're moving in a space that we normally wouldn't think twice about how we move. Yeah. And it does take a lot more mental energy to do that every time you go out, which yes. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's funny because, and, and then on top of that, I think to myself, Oh, I wish I could think like a Republican. Look, I made a joke. Um, they don't think, uh, you know, and not care about this or think that somebody else is going to worry about it for me or whatever. And it, it's exhausting, and I, I think that again, I bring that home. So, how do you how do you get past that? How do you move past that exhaustion, and how do you kind of get to a space where you can be like, there are these things that I have to think about when I'm out and about and around other people, but yet, like, is there a time where you can relax? Is there a time you get away from it? Is there a time that you can just turn that brain off? I don't. I, for me, it's there's not, um, and I think that's part of what's exhausting me, and part of I feel like I'm being. Um, both through things like that, through work and, and, and the pressures of work and through the probably the self-inflicted pressures that I feel from our relationship. Uh, and and I, I'm going to use a word that I don't believe is happening to our relationship, but um, that, but, you know, stupid headspace Bradford uses that word uh, and seeing how our relationship is deteriorating. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm painting myself into a corner. And so suddenly you feel really trapped and the, like the anxiety is, is almost unbearable and you don't know how to handle it. And it, it is very much something that um, the it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And I, I feel like I, I can't tell if I'm overreacting or underreacting. And I think that's the scariest part is I look at this and I'm like, oh my God, am, am I making a mountain out of a molehill or am I seeing something in the, in the world that's not actually there? And, you know, the only litmus test that we have for this is both our own feelings and then the news that we get from all the media sources Uh, And I find that that's, it's so frustrating and I can't tell, you know, I can't tell what's real and what's not, what's, what's all stuck in my furry little head. Yeah. It's interesting because as you, as you mentioned, we're talking about that. I was thinking about, um, I was basically thinking, and I just Googled it because I had to look it up to find it, but it was a tweet or something I saw somewhere shared um, somewhere on social media as everything is, (laughs) but uh, so first of all, tangent, I think one thing that would really help your headspace is if you we were able to have some time or take some time for you to go into fox mode. Yeah, maybe. Because that generally helps your headspace a lot. Yeah. Um, so I think that's something we should definitely prioritize. Okay. Because that we haven't done that since this all started, which is probably the yeah. longest that we've gone without having any kind of pet play. Agreed. And, and I think that will really help you. So that's something we should definitely put on the agenda <laughs> to prioritize. Right. Um, but what I was getting at, because you were talking about just the whole not knowing, are you overreacting, underreacting, whatever it is. And it was a, um, it must have been a tweet or something, I don't know, that I saw somewhere. But it basically, it says, we all have Schrodinger's virus now. 
because we cannot get tested, we can't know whether we have the virus or not. We have to act as if we have the virus so we don't spread it to others. We have to act as if we've never had the virus because if we didn't have it, we're not immune. Therefore, we both have and don't have the virus, thus Schrodinger's virus. And it is yeah, one of those like... That's accurate. It is. And you don't know which way to go. Like, am I overreacting? Am I underreacting? Like, it, it goes back to the do I have it? Do I not have it? And, and you don't know. And there's no way to know. I mean, and it is one of those things that, like, so much of me wants to read the scientific research and say, like, okay, I agree with them. And then so much of me want to, you know, believe Bubba that I went to high school with. And, like, <laughs> like, he's right, too. Yeah. Because uh, both of them make very valid points. Uh, but, yeah, I, I feel like there's so much mental stress that that's being put on me or us. And, and I don't know how to, I don't know how to, one, quantify and, and, and use it. And at the same other time, I was like, what do I, what, basically, what, what, what can I do? Should I do anything with yeah, it? Yeah. And I, I think ultimately, we just have to, I think the fact that you recognize that is, first of all, a very good thing. So we have to recognize. I'd rather be blind and just let, like, I, I would rather not recognize it, to be 100%. absolutely honest with you. I feel like I'd be happier. Like, short term, not long term. I, maybe, maybe, but I envy the ridiculously stupid. Short term, not long term. I'm not saying I'm smart, but like, like I wish I was just dumb as a box of rocks. <laughs> no, I, I do think, though, that it is good to recognize it and to, to recognize that maybe we're not in the bestest of places. And, and yeah, what can we do with it? Because, like you said, you know, we haven't connected on the levels that I feel like we should and are used to connecting for a while. And it's okay to put it off for a little while and to say, this is a temporary thing. This is okay. But I kind of feel like we're reaching that point that temporary is becoming a little too long, and we need to make a change. We have, and whatever that is, even if it's small changes that then lead to bigger changes, but we have to to try to get, I'm going to say, quote unquote, back to what it was before, at least on some level. I think we need to try and make sure that we do prioritize each other, that we make time for, say, Fox Mode or something. And it's not like it takes that much time it's just that we we just need to make it happen and and that other things maybe shouldn't be priority over this even though we perhaps falsely put them as priority yeah i don't know i think i, I think you're right ultimately but I, I i think for me i feel very guilty um over things which i think is a i think this is probably a normal thing i feel very guilty over things i can't control if guilt over things I have zero control over and I don't know how to handle it. And then admittedly things that I can control, like I feel like I should be able to control like my headspace, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like I should be able to control. And then I, I feel like that I, I push my headspace onto you, which seems unfair. Uh, Cause you're always like strong and focused and logical yeah. and whatnot. And I'm the emotional mess that sits in the corner and basically like, Okay, I'm just going to go to bed now. No, you you don't push your headspace on me, um, but I will say that that through this, I have had I would say probably, and this is weird, but I've probably had some of the um, I don't know if I can say worst like headspace days, but I've had some bad headspace days and bad spa- headspace times that I don't normally have, and there's been times that I've kind of. This is going to sound horrible, but I've kind of stepped back and thought, 
I don't like this. Gosh, like, is this like, is this what it's like for some people? Like much of the time, like I just, I don't like where I am headspace wise. And I don't, I know I'm agitated. I know I'm angry. I know my fuse is short. I know it's whatever it is. And it's just because of lack of sleep. It's because of stresses. It's because of pressures and whatever's. And, and it is just, I'm not happy with who I am myself. And I know that I'm, I have been short with you. I've been short with others. Like there's times that I'm like, I've, I know that I haven't treated this person the way that they should be, but I also feel like it's all I can do right now. Like I'm just trying to hold it together. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's terrible. And I hate that feeling. And I, and maybe it's not something I'm used to. I I should say. That's funny. I mean, that's not funny, but it is adorable. You're like, I'm not used to feeling like, vulnerable and angry it's like i don't have some sort of level of control like Um, it's just like i just have to get through this and everything else be damned you know (laughs) it's really funny because i feel like that's a solid 85 percent of my days nowadays um that if i'm not like every time i'm with colleagues or customers now is a performance event and if it wasn't a performance event i'd be a very i'd be in a very bad place Mm. and i feel like you know those times when you're supposed to relax and feel free you know i come home and and it's worse like that's when it gets bad yeah um you know it's very frustrating and i i hate it and i see it as such a weakness but then i feel like that is ultimately what affects our relationship is that i can't pull it together enough in order to make it work it's funny you say that though because for me the fact that a, you're here keeping a lot of the home stuff together when I've not been able to do near as much as what I normally do has been a big help. And for me, that's, uh, if that wasn't the case, I think I would be in a much worse state. So the fact that you have kept a lot of things going that otherwise probably would have completely fallen apart is has been a really good thing and, and really helped. But also the fact that I know that when it is those bad times and those shit days and those really stressful times... And even if I come home, even if I keep working, even if I don't interact with you a lot, just having you in the same space helps. Yeah. Even if we're not really connecting, even if we're not touching, even if like that's not happening, like just having you there, knowing that you're there helps. Even if it's not, even if it's not the, the us that we're used to, it's, it's still, yeah, there's still just, just that you're there makes a big difference. And I'll agree with that. I find I, I bounce around a lot mentally. Like my head is like a high bounce ball, um, but it bounces less when when we're together. And that's mm. I think that's something that I, I try to draw strength from. Yeah. Um, but it's still it's it makes it very very hard. Yeah, I think we have to, and I think we have to recognize that the this is going to be a, a short ish term thing. Yeah. And well, I mean, <laughs> you're right. I mean. Because if you look at like you know, the length of a relationship and then you look at a few months and it's not really that much time, you know? It, it, it is. You're right. You're spot on. Um, and it's, I think we, we fool ourselves and we think, well, this is what normal is now. Yeah. And it doesn't take long for us to think that. And, and that's not correct at all. But when you look at your life and for us, you know, I, I'm 42 now. So like the six months is not even like what is it's this? a blip. one percent of my life yeah. like really suck it up bradford yeah um and, and and i know that objectively i know that the, the problem is it doesn't take long for us to when you're in a moment to think that this well, okay cool this is the new norm 
Um, and we know that we know that's wrong. And maybe that's part of it, like because you just use that word a moment when you're in a moment. And so maybe yeah. it is taking a step back and and looking at. And I think, fuck, this is appropriate for anything big that happens in life. And if you look at like us, you know, we've both been through divorces, but everybody. I say, but we all go through things in life, whether it is relationships, ups and downs, whether it's life ups and downs, job ups and downs. There's a lot of things that we go through in life. And it can be hard when you're in that moment because that is your world and that is all encompassing and that's everything that's happening to you. And it's easy to say that, that, that my life is now terrible my life is you go to extremes yeah and because it's easy to go it's easy but then when you do take that step back and you say okay this is a momentary blip this is a a temporary thing this is a in the scheme of things this is just a speed bump i will go over it we'll go over it slowly it'll be it'll take some time i'll get over it and then things will continue on but it is and it can be hard to do that it can be hard to take that step back and to get yourself into the headspace or to, to think about like, okay, like this is not a permanent thing. And it's also partially a recognizing that it's not a permanent thing, that it is temporary and also be partially psyching yourself into it. Because if you tell yourself that, then you're making it not a permanent thing. Yeah. And so it's, it's a bit of playing tricks with yourself, but if you then believe it's not long-term, then it won't be because you won't make it such a thing. Yeah, and and I'm not. Does that make sense? Yeah, it it makes total sense because I I do that. I definitely do that, and like I I don't want people to worry about me, and I don't want you to worry about me. But uh, you know, it's like I, I've hit those really dark spaces in the past few months that are concerning. Mm-hmm. Um, and and each time that I've hit those dark spaces that we've been, I've been in before, um. It is one of those things. So I'm like, okay, this is just a moment. That's a moment. Like, let's let's wait. You know, mm-hmm. you take a breath, you know, wait another moment, and then if that doesn't work, you take a breath and you wait another moment. Um, and it's it, it doesn't take long before that that moment passes, and there's a new moment to come along. And I think that's really important, especially now with the way the world is, that we we take that moment before we act on something that is. Uh, a much more monumental uh, thing, yeah. But like, I, I'm I'm not going to d- dilute it. Like, I've 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 hit those those really bad places, and I foolishly not asked for help because I thought I don't didn't need help. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I guess I'm I'm still around, so maybe I didn't need help. But um, I don't think it's. It's not. I didn't not ask for help because of pride. I asked. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask for help because I thought oh, I've got this handled. Um, but it's but never, it doesn't make it not existent. Yeah, and it's never a bad thing to ask for help, and no, especially, not at all. especially because you do have, and not everybody will have, but you have a really good circle around you. I do, but I think that's important to note that just because you have a really good circle around you doesn't make those thoughts go away. It doesn't. I, 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 no. I want to yeah. make that like really clear to people that that's 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 okay. Have and maybe I'm wrong in saying this, but I think having those thoughts isn't a bad thing. Acting on those thoughts is where the problem becomes in. No, but I do think it's good to acknowledge that you do have a circle that, if you can reach out to them, you've got support. Yeah. The question is, can you reach out? Yeah. And and I do think that that's perhaps something for people out there is, and and I try to 
we do it from time to time. We probably don't do it as consistently as we should, but we try to reach out to people, yeah. um, you know, that, that we're friends with, either friends with period or friends with from the lifestyle that, you know, of course we haven't seen in months and just say, Hey, how are you going? Even if it's just a quick message, but just to check in and say, just to see, is it okay? You know, are you okay? Do you need anything? Are you, where's your headspace at kind of thing? And just to make sure that, that people are okay because it's, it can be hard to reach out. Even if you know you have a support system, it can be hard to get to that support system. But, you know, perhaps if somebody reaches out to you, maybe it's a little bit easier to say, uh, I'm actually just okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm not great. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't yeah. think there's any, anything wrong with that. But we have to try to reach out to other people as well because, like like you, you may not reach out yourself. Yeah. And and I'll say that, like, I, I'm not sure I would reach out myself, I, 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 which is not meant to be a, like, foreboding thing to say. Um, but it is something that I, I feel like that it's something that I should be able to deal with myself. Um, yeah, so um, this podcast was a dark podcast, and I apologize. <laughs> um, I don't think people were looking for a, uh, a Debbie Downer. Well, it, it's a bit of a... But it was something that, look, I think for me, the moral of this story this the, that I wanted people to hear was um, like our relationship isn't as good as it has been. That's very true. Um, I have no doubt that it will be as good as it has been. Oh, yeah, we'll get back better. there. We'll get there. I have there. no doubt about that. Yeah. But I, I think that we, we look at the world in which we live in and we take some things for granted. And I think that folks out there who take their relationships for granted or um, whose relationships have dropped because of either isolation or has dropped because of work or have dropped because of whatever it is, like, don't feel like you're alone. Like, it's not just you. It's not just your relationship. Like, I'm going to call us professional relationship people because we have been in many relationships. <laughs> so it's interesting that you say that about taking it for granted because I will say that I I had not thought about it in those words before, but I very much have taken our relationship for granted in that I know that, and I don't know if for granted is the right way to put it, but I know that you're going to be there. Like yeah. through this, when I'm, you're my rock. When I'm, I'll, yes. I hope to be yours. Yeah, and when I'm when I'm working all the time, when I'm putting everything else first, putting other people first, putting whatever before me, putting it before you, putting it before us, I do take for granted that you're going to be there, and I I feel like that is um, I don't know that this is really a term, but a confident granted, and that I feel like we're strong enough yeah. that. You will be. Yeah. You will be. And I agree with that. But at the same time, if I do that for too long, you might not be. Yes. Or for too long without giving something back. Yes. And 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 again, that's all relative. Like, what is too long? What is enough? And, what is and giving back? for each back? human, it's different. For each human, for every relationship, it is different. But I do feel like I have taken you a bit for granted. And just that it's like, I know you're going to be there. This other stuff has to happen. Therefore, you get put on the back burner. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Which fucking sucks. It, it does, but uh, at the, uh, yeah, I know. You're right. It sucks. And I think both of us have done it, and both, it's wrong. Yeah. Um, but I, I but, also, it, but I also feel like it has to be on some level at the moment. Yeah. It doesn't make it easier yeah. or, or more right. Um, but I also want to add that, like, just because someone looks on the surface like they're okay doesn't mean they're okay. 
Um, and there is, I, I think there is some, something really important about reaching out to people and asking how they're doing. Are you okay? Um, Maybe checking in more frequently. Checking in more frequently now because because of this isolation. Especially uh, the longer it goes on. Yeah. And even now as things open up, don't take for granted that just because things are opening up that people are in a good space. Yeah, because the people we've talked to, things are opening up, but they aren't. Yeah. So and and people feel weird about it, and it it's, yeah. it doesn't yeah it doesn't feel like it, it doesn't feel right yet. Yeah. Um, so I, I encourage people to to reach out to others and 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 say just drop that lifeline mm. to see if they're okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing to do. So yeah, it's always um, good to check in on each other, take care of each other, and and make sure that that we're all in an okay place, or that we'll at least make it through to an okay place. Yeah. Uh, and if you are in a space where you need someone to talk to, please don't uh, hesitate to reach out to someone. Um, mm-hmm. And if there's no one else around, reach out to us. You can always email us. Uh, we may not be immediate, but we we, we do read and we respond. Uh, and if you need help, that we will definitely yeah. respond immediately or you know as soon as we wake up because you know you might be in the states and we're <laughs> in Australia. Um, but very much reach out to us in some way form or fashion and we're happy to chat with you and uh and and try to connect yeah uh, reach just out listen to, I, uh, yeah. we both make great listening boards yeah um so definitely do that. yeah and, and if you can like you know reach out to someone in your social circle and your your family your friends your yeah. greater community even you'd be surprised at how many people just kind of lurk on the sidelines but yet when you need them they're actually really there yes so yeah, don't hesitate. Don't be afraid to reach out if you need that. You're definitely not alone, and that I think that's the the point of this podcast is I wanted to I wanted to sort of air some dirty laundry and, and let people know that mm-hmm. look like even people who uh, air quotes professional relationship people and we get in your ear holes every and we week. get in your ear holes every week. <laughs> like we struggle as well, and yeah. this this time has been very hard for for the two of us, and that our relationship isn't where we hope mm-hmm. it would be. Um, but we, we both recognize that yeah. it's a work in progress and that like, we'll, we'll put some effort into it and, and, and make it better. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, do you have any other thoughts, questions, comments, or rude remarks? No. <laughs> uh, so if you need someone to reach out to, uh, so there, there's like, I, I don't have all the numbers handy, but, um, if you, if you Google, you will find a million uh, for every every country that we've got out there, uh, there's a great hotline that you can call, you can call. If you search "Are you yeah. okay?", you yeah. will find a phone number that you can call. Mm-hmm. And if you can't, just uh, shoot us a message, uh, and we're happy to listen to you or give you a number of someone locally that you can call. Just tell us where you are. Our email address is theatomsoflove at gmail dot com. You can message us on Facebook. Instagram or Twitter. We are at by the by podcast. Yeah. I'm probably not going to go through all the Patreon stuff on this podcast because yeah. it just doesn't seem right. It's fine. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we definitely appreciate folks listening to us and, and supporting us and uh, in any way that we can help and support you. We, we hope that we can. Yeah. Yeah. Stay safe, stay, stay sane, safe. stay yeah. healthy. Yeah. And lots of love. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 